Hello, everyone. Uh, I just wanted to quickly hop on before the episode started fully uh, to just say that, one, thank you for all the support for us to get to season two of the podcast. Season one is all wrapped up and finished. You can find that uh, on YouTube and all the other streaming platforms. All 12 episodes are there. So you can go back and watch them if you're new or if you wanted to go back and watch them on your own. You could, they're all there for you to go enjoy. Um, but I just wanted to say that this episode goes hand in hand with a short film that the people, the guests that joined me were a part of making. So I recommend going and watching that first and then you watch the podcast because we dive into the behind the scenes and a lot of the how the thing came to be or how the short film came to be. So I do recommend, highly recommend to go watch that. The link to that is in the description. So if you want to, um, please click on the description and you go watch that and then come back and watch this episode because then you can actually start seeing a little bit more of what they were talking about and what they're explaining uh, throughout the episode. Uh, it will just help you a little bit, get a little bit more background info about what the conversations are. Um, but other than that, I just still, again, I just want to say thank you. Uh, it's it's been a dream of mine to work on this and you guys have allowed me to you guys have allowed me to continue to work on this dream and I just hope that we can to continue this journey that we started last year um, but without further ado I'll let my hosting self uh, take over and start the episode two one my name is Gurinder. I am your host of the JMC Chronicles. This is season two of, of the podcast. Season one wrapped up last uh, last month and it was 12 episodes, one full season, um, a whole year of doing the podcast. Um, but this podcast is, again, like I said, episode one of a new season. And we're looking forward to the season just as much as we were looking forward to the first one. Uh, this um, this episode, we're joined by some truly talented and amazing folks. Uh, let them introduce themselves one by one here in a bit. But um, like like always, this will be available on YouTube. Uh, it will be playlisted as season two, and then also on uh, Spotify, Google, and Apple. So wherever you like to listen to your podcast, you can listen to their non-audio version or the, the visual version here. Um, so without ado, I'll, I'll let the panel introduce themselves. I'll start with uh, Ritu. You can introduce yourself first and just um, just say like what what you're doing and then like what's your name and just everything else about like what we're talking about today. Okay, I'll start. Hello, my name is Ritu Taliwal and I'm the one that um, directed the film we're gonna be talking about today, Tund. And um, it is based on the reality of abusive relationships. So it is my first project. It is my first short film. Um, I will be using this for my film portfolio because I'm hoping to go to film school, but this project was more than that. It was also just because we wanna address a lot of issues that are ongoing in our um, community. And I collaborated with my friend, Puneet, who's a writer. And then we have, we're also introducing two new actors, brand new actors. And they can introduce themselves. So you can, we think you can go ahead first. Hey, my name is Puneet. Um, I also go by Kafi as my artist name. Um, I wrote on, and um, like Ritu and I, we, well, I reached out to Ritu because we had always wanted to work on a project together and we finally got the timing right. And 
Um, I wrote done and I wrote the voiceover and then someone else spoke it. Her name is also Beneath and I'll pass it on to Ruvo. Uh, hi, I'm Ruvo, Ruvo Shergill. And um, uh, like Ritu said, it's my first project doing anything. And uh, yeah, when I was approached about it, it was honestly, uh, I had a lot of questions about it, of course, cause you know, like I had to be this person that was, um, I'd never imagined being and um, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun, though. It was really cool trying to be someone you're not. But it was, it was a good time for sure. Yeah. Um, thank you again, all you guys, for joining me today. Uh, Ruvo, I actually wanted to start off by just asking you about that, like because you, like you said, you're brand new to uh, like this acting, and like in general, like putting on a performance. And like like you said, it's something that you didn't think of yourself ever becoming like real life. Talk to me about like how that was like how that experience was like in depth a little bit more about like how did you come to like even get this opportunity like what were the steps about that and like how did you like have to deal with becoming somebody that you didn't feel like comfortable with like becoming like you said like it's nothing that you would ever do yourself. Yeah, um, you know, honestly, it was um, it's uh, it's funny because um, when I had seen the post about it at first. Um, we do uh, her her brother he's a really good friend of mine I, I told him I was like man I think you should do this right I was like uh, um, like you know I think you'd be great and uh, he started laughing and he's like no I think you should do it and I and you know of course boy talk we're, we're laughing I'm like no and no he's like and then you know he started talking to me about it and he's like you know talk to Ritu about it see how it goes and uh, when um, obviously you know getting into contact with Ritu and Puneet um you know uh, they they the, right off the bat the first things they said was um ask any questions like you know obviously this is this is serious and um honestly when i when i heard their answers and uh, about how this is they're like this is bigger than all of us here like the three of us um counting new also four of us actually um uh to be able to help the community be able to get something like this out it's it's a big deal for all of us and uh you know, um, that's also where the inspiration comes to, like, you know, become this character vendor who, uh, um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of males, females, or anything that are in our community that are this particular character, and to be able to play it, and then, you know, just to be able to be a part of something bigger than yourself, uh, it's, it's a really amazing feeling. Yeah, I, and again, like I said, um, I personally watched it today, and it was like, I just saw to think that this is like your first time like putting on a character it it was very I, I think it was also again with the words that were being said and also like you're and newers like acting in it it really goes to show that there's like there is talent within our community and um like like you said projects like these are not like typical for our community right and it's like the the feelings and the message behind that project is also not something that's very well like conversation is not something that's talked about in our community as well so it's like it's this was a very like big deal and that's why I really wanted to have you guys all join me today is because it's this is something that I think should happen more in our community not only because we have the talent in it but also because it's an avenue to portray messages that we can't just have through conversations and just having this this piece being put out it's like it conveys so much more than just having like a simple conversation right because you can always you can always just say like oh I'm fine or this but like seeing like seeing somebody go through it like your own eyes that somebody that reflects like yourself like I know I know there's like movies and projects out there that like deal with this 
but like there's not much in terms of like our community so like seeing like put yourself in those shoes I think is very key and I'll let you like read I'll, talk, I'll let you talk a little bit more about like how the project came to be because I know like you said this is your first project that you were able to make and I'll let you talk about like how that came to be where you got the idea from and like the overall message of of the piece that you wanted to convey and hopefully you convey through through shooting it so basically what happened was I was very sure about how um what kind of films I wanted to make right now right like not in the future not when I'm accomplished but right now for like my student films and I was very clear that my theme was definitely going to be about something I wanted to basically shed light on a lot of the social issues within our community because you know being like a Sikh American especially like a female it's very rare to already be going in the film industry and also to stand out. So my way of standing out, I'm not trying to highlight just like the bad things about our culture, right? It's more about just, I'm trying to bring awareness and at the same time, <clears throat> also shed a limelight on us. So that was kind of my approach, even when it comes to writing, even when it comes to any project I work on. So at the time, actually, I was working on my, um, this another short film I wrote, it's called Men Don't Cry. Okay, remember how earlier we were actually talking about, you know, men's mental health? That's basically what it was about. So yes, Beneath had reached out to me. She like, you know, years ago, we whenever we met, we always connected on our art. And, you know, we were always just like, you know, Beneath, like I'll make a film and you like write it. And, you know, she, it was always, always, always in the air because we were younger, didn't have cars and she's in LA, I was here. But then recently, like this year, she reached out to me. She's like, hey, dude, like, I'm serious. Like, do you actually want to like, do this and I was like dude like yeah for sure so as we were talking you know she had similar viewpoints you know on like the type of work she wants to do or the type of work she has done so that's why like our ideas just started to flow so while we were talking about this she was like Rita what do you want to work on so I told her I was like you know something with like kind of want to start with mental health with for I was thinking more from like you know the whole men, the men's men don't cry film I was writing but then she sent me the spoken word it was a lot different the first draft it's changed a lot um since the first draft but it was she sent me this she was like what do you think about this so I was like okay like you know obviously at this point I have a poem and I have to you know work my imagination my imagine my, my imagination my thinking this opens up this whole like can of worms in your own head like your thoughts on that subject right because there's no story she just wrote a poem you're just given a poem from that I had to curate the, the characters or what's going on or what what's gonna be shown in this really short video so that's when um Beneath and I just like talked and like we came up with these two fictional characters in the end so men and like you've watched in the film there's no dialogues so it doesn't even matter right if they had names but I just felt like if we created two characters gave them life right gave them personalities because we put all that on the casting call none of that is really shown in the film but this was just to put like that character in the actor's head right so he could just feel a little bit more like the character that's why we had like all these characteristics um so yeah we started working on it and then I don't know I think what happened was Fini I was probably lagging a lot because I had school I had other projects and Finis was like all right because there was no real deadline we were just like yeah let's just work on it so like then um Finis like you know we considered sick lens and at the time we got really lucky because when we we're talking about this they had just extended their application so we we're just like it's like we do like we have a deadline to chase let's do it I was like all right let's do it and we like finalize you know she's finalizing her writing I'm like I'll put a casting call out the issue with the casting call well when we were doing that was a lot of people wanted to apply it's just like whenever we would look at them 
I just didn't get a feel. Same with Puneet. And you know, I know that sounds ridiculous, right? Like, they haven't talked, there's no addition. <laughs> it doesn't even matter because they don't have that physical look. And sometimes that physical look matters. And in our case, which is going to be a silent film, yeah. the looks mattered, right? So um, with um, Noor, you know, Noor and I, obviously, you know, we were friends before. And she always knew that I was talking about film. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll act, I'll act. And because that's some reason when I, you know, was when I wrote Soman's characteristics, I could already imagine Noor. I don't know, maybe it's her face, maybe because she's my friend, maybe because we talk about film, but like I could already imagine her. There was another girl, she, and we had like these auditions set up, we almost would have picked her, but since this was a zero budget production and we're kind of just like finding our way in, how it works, I just felt like it would, for, I thought it was like more comfortable if I had my friends, you know, like it's a new project and we're all working towards the same thing. So I ended up taking, you know, Nude and she was really happy and excited. And then we were stressed about our real situation, sorry, in their situation. <laughs> we were stressed about our in their situation because I was like, oh my God, like even though there are in theirs that auditioned, it's the look. So then my brother had told me about Ruva, like, oh, my friend's interested. I did not take Ruva <laughs> seriously at all because he's my brother's friend okay like it's just like uh, he's my brother's friend he's not gonna take this seriously or like I don't know it's just like I did not know Ruvel at all so I just I would have never guessed like acting was that important to him you know what I mean but then when I like sent his pictures to Puneet she's like oh my god that's her in there and there's so, so much I just wanted like you know just for a second I think this is it's so amazing to like get the, like the background because like I, you would think you would think like it would be like such like a easier process but it's like you're unpacking so much right now and I just like it's so, and I keep laughing for those that don't know like me and Ruthu we like we met like so many years ago and like we I, I was talking to her before too I was like I don't know how I'll be able to host this well with her she's like the one guest I always say like I was I said this before it was just like she's the one guest that can completely throw me off like when I'm speaking because like her just laughing like she's doing it right now like I could see her and I'm just laughing in my face as well so I mean like I don't I mean I am more than happy to be like that because it makes me laugh and makes me happy but it's just like she's the one person I knew I would struggle with having on because I just keep laughing while looking at her and then also like the way she talks. but okay go back to what you were saying I'm so sorry so you saw Ruvo and you were like he he's you don't know if he was going to be serious enough but then beneath liked him that's where you were <laughs> me it's like you know anytime it's my anyone but his friends like you know you don't look at them like you don't take them seriously like you think they'll just like mess around because that's how my brother is you know I know if he was on my project he would take complete control of it and do whatever he wants you know so um, but I said like look wise okay this is so funny and this could be really controversial but I'm just gonna say it okay but we were just like Ruble has like that f-boy look oh no but <laughs> I mean I I, I just want to get into it but I think it fit the character because that's what you were going for, no? So it's I I think that's a plus. I don't know. I know it's controversial, but like, hey, if you're going based off looks, you did a great job casting. Right. So then I was just like, okay, you know, we'll see. But he was like, all right, but yes, like look at his face. This is like <laughs> we didn't even consider auditions, but then we did end up getting it. Like, you know, but then but like he knows what he's talking about. Like, all right, we'll go forward with it and. Um, that's just literally, I think we had a call or talked about this probably for like a week or two weeks beneath and then we started shooting. So that's literally how it was. And then we all just met, like, you know, Ruvu met everybody for the first time. Um, Nude already knew beneath and I, and then 
for like full like two days like we're just shooting in NorCal okay I mean again you unpacked so much and there's so much that I want to like deep dive on but before I like go I just wanted to like talk to like I wanted to ask beneath I know like you did like the writing piece of the of the film and like Ritu said it's a there's not like there's no speaking lines of the the two um characters it's more about letting the piece in the background speak um how did you come up with the piece and like how did you get like basically your thought process of writing it and then also working on on the project as well can you hear me by the way yeah okay um i think well like we just said like when so when we first started talking actually we were thinking about going more like a mental health zone uh for men like men's mental health thing and when i started writing it i don't know and at like when i was even like finished writing the first draft i was still thinking it's still going to be very men's mental health oriented and when Ritu and I started talking we're like this does not sound like a men's mental health thing this is it's just more than that it's not like it, that's just like the beginning of the conversation there so we spoke more and then I worked on the piece more and then we finally were like okay you know what this makes the most sense and um, I think especially with our characters when we're uh, you and you muted yourself beneath. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. I think I clicked M. <laughs> um, sorry, but no problem. Um, what part did you? Uh, I think it was just like when you were starting to write it, and then you also like you started deciding like this, like going another direction with it after like writing it. Yeah. So um, when we started writing it, I think like after that, um, we needed to. I think with the characters, the biggest thing was we needed to make sure they weren't these extraordinary or like super talented just like amazing people no it's just regular everyday people like you and I it's not like it's not just not people who are anomalies it's just people you see every single day but you don't know you know just looking at their faces or looking at face like just like face value you don't know what's going on in between uh, or like behind the scenes so we wanted to make sure that the people they look normal and um, like we just said, like the characters, it was, even though we gave them these characteristics, it just, it was more so whoever was going to audition, they would know what they were kind of going for. And for the audition, I think we had three questions, I believe it was like, okay, where are you from? Your name, your pronouns. And then also, I think like one of the questions, the most important one, I believe it was like, how do you think, do you think culturally there's, something just around abusive behavior do you think our culture kind of you know maybe doesn't completely speak out against it or do you think there's a way our culture actually not necessarily promotes it but just like I think turns a blind eye to it or the blame goes to someone else so I think once we started kind of having those conversations it was like okay we need to make sure our characters are just everyday people because people who are in these situations are everyday people and yeah so. yeah no that I think that's very I think that's a key point because even when I was when I watched it it was um I was trying it because the scenario is very much a, a typical I don't want to say typical but it's something that you would imagine happening right it's like even though these characters are playing a role, it's like something, and especially like like I said, with the words in the back, it really conveyed the message of, I honestly think, like you said, it, like our community <clears throat> has like this tendency to turn a blind eye to mental health. 
especially when it comes to relational like relationship mental health I think that's a, a even bigger like turn a blind eye for both for both like both sides of a relationship it's not just one side of the relationship both sides of the relationship like both sides get like basically if they speak out it's looked down it's down looked down upon for either side and I think that's a little bit conveyed in the project itself like towards the end you can you can tell like newer was just not like committed to the relationship as much as um Ruwale. he just kept saying it's okay and that happens a lot because like the usually what happens is like one person has to sacrifice their mental like mental and emotional health to make something work because of other factors outside of the relationship right um I think the biggest like thing I can say is like when especially like when a marriage is like set up between two people that like the family set it up and stuff there's like somebody has to make a sacrifice of their emotional health because they don't want to like let their family down or something like that right and that's very prevalent in our community and I and I I want to say thank you to all you guys for like portraying that but like at obviously like a like a lower level of a relationship but I feel like though that like that just carries on like that type of behavior just carries on and gets worse and worse in relationships as time goes on and unfortunately like nobody like nobody can the person that's hurting the most can't speak out and and um I'll I'll ask Ruval again because I know like you talked again early about you didn't know about the like you were a little bit hesitant when you first learned about the project um like what basically at what point were you like okay this is something I want to do and then like and like the shooting and filming of it like what were your like your thoughts of of mental health like of your own thoughts and I like you you played a character who kind of disregards those types of things but uh, I just want to know, like, as you, as, like, you play, portraying that and, and stuff like that, how do you personally feel about that? Um, the first part, honestly, uh, like, you know, again, the conversations we had, uh, just thinking about it, I was like, you know, like, um, this could be impactful. And uh, that, in general, that means a lot to me. And then, you know, I was like, you know, this, it's a great opportunity to do that. It's a great opportunity to be part of something special. And, uh, uh, you know, be once you get into it, once you get in, once you start realizing what's actually going on, you create this vision, um, which again, Ritu and Puneet did a great job of like helping me visualize it. But, and it was like, you know, this is, this is incredible. This is something that we can actually like really pull off and uh, do a really good job with it. And obviously we have to be very careful. You know, it's, it's not the easiest subject in the world to talk about, it's a touchy subject. And uh, yeah. um, so it's just, it kind of became like, why not? Why can't we be the first to talk about it? someone has to do it why can't it be us and um uh about the filming and uh just the shooting part of it I've, I've always loved doing that um I took drama in high school had a great time with it you know just uh I feel like I, I could get pretty comfortable with that and um that that was a lot of fun but of course with the character being the way it was it, it I'd be lying if I told you there were parts that like if, uh, I'd be lying if I said told you it wasn't challenging I mean even at, I know we do like you know like sometimes I'd be standing outside like when we were shooting and she'd be like you okay and I'd be like you know this is uh I was like this is a bit it's a bit much and um because even when you're shooting when you realize that you know there are people that are going through this like, everywhere, like there are abusive relationships that um exist and um our community just really needs the conversation to get out there and it really needs people to um and realize like you know no one 
no one's away from it. We all we all have in some point known someone or have seen something that just like or have heard something that um you know someone's going through and uh, it's it's time we really bring it out to light. And I think this is a great way that we get to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I just wanted to like I think that's like you touched on something about like bringing it for the, to the forefront because as much as we try to say that like our parents or like, or like the older generation is who tells us like, oh, don't open up and do this and that. That unfortunately is being like instilled into like the new generation a little bit. Um, I know like, again, like I can speak from personal experience. Um, uh, just perfect. So last, last season we did do an episode about mental health and uh, just emotional, how do you do self-care? And I opened up a little bit uh, that episode and I think, and I got a little bit of a, like uh, somebody, some people asked me like, oh, are you okay? And because I, I, I think I didn't really portray that in like real life. I think it was just because once I opened up a little bit, it was a little bit like in my past history, but still stuff that happens to you in past history still like carries on with you if you don't address it, if you don't talk about it. Um, but I had a lot of people like text me saying like, oh, are you okay? And this, and they were just like, oh, we would have never expected it like from you. And I was like, and it kind of me, like, kind of made me start thinking about like, okay, why, why wouldn't you expect, expect, was it because I'm a male or are you expecting that I'm not supposed to be sharing what I feel or am I like, or do you just think like, I'm just happy person that I like, nothing is wrong in my life. Like there was a lot of like questions that I started asking myself because of like, I was just, uh, it, it was just like, it's one thing to ask me like, or oh, are you okay? Or this from hearing the part, but like going on to the, like the next thing about like, oh, I never thought you, you would be the person to like share. I was just like, for me, it, it's something that I think really helped me in the long run. I, I have, again, my mental health, I've, I've struggled with mental health um, a little bit at times in my life. I mean, everybody does. It's not, it's not like everybody's immune to it. Uh, nobody's immune to it. Everybody at some point, you're going to have some rough patch that makes you like want to just sit down and just do nothing for a little while. And I honestly have said, like, I've had that a couple of times in my life and I think again in our in our community that's not like you can't even speak out about it and I again like I just said it's so great that we're you guys are exploring bringing those conversations to the forefront but also in a way that's never been seen in our community before um again like having short films or some art pieces like uh, we had a we had an episode last season about art pieces and artistic um artistic values in our in our community and how that's even like frowned out like not frowned upon but like it's not taken serious like becoming like an artist is not like something that oh it's like all oh, this so it's like even when we were talking about that some people do convey their their emotional like their baggage and their emotional feelings through their art and that's how they cope with it um i'll, I'll digress a little bit now um I just wanted to go and talk a little bit more in terms of like the mental health. I know Ruval, you just opened up and you talked about like having those conversations. Um, Ritu, I just wanted to come back to you because you said this is like your first project and you had a different, like you were designing a different project, but then while designing this or that project, you guys basically conformed it to something that looked, or this project. I just wanted to like talk, like let you talk about like how, um, how you can one, like, why do you feel like mental health is something that should be talked about? And the other thing about like, how did that kind of made you do this project and then how the, it's influencing your other project as well? 
Well, um, <clears throat> okay, so I feel like looking in general in our community, right, look at the little, small, big, whatever the problems there are, right, within us, like, when it comes to, like, inequality, sexism, social justice issues, or whatever, um, on end, like, them and misogyny, right, I feel like that's why there's, like, certain problems, because they're not fixed, let alone fixed and healed, they're not even addressed, so there can be no solution to these problems if there's no conversation about it. So I feel like, I don't know, I somewhat feel responsible since I am woke enough on that level to where I understand these things. I feel like it is my responsibility to educate others. And I feel like it's like that with everybody, right? Like if you know something and I just feel like at that point you're helping um, the community. So um, that's kind of my outlook on it in that sense. Um, when it comes to why I like chose to, you know, switch up the subject and like, you know, change it all together. At the end of the day, it was still mental health. It's just like in this particular case, for example, we're basically seeing someone's a victim here, right? Who's being abused by Inder. But my, um, even though like in the three minutes of this zero budget production, I probably did not portray that well. But um, what I also wanted, my, what my thoughts are behind this is that Inder was also kind of um, a victim in that sense because he grew up a certain way. And I'm not 100% trying to blame Inder either right because this is also this movie is also another portal to opening up a whole other discussion as to if he is this way why is he this way right and um and i don't want to use the word blame but i do want to say that he is this way because he's taught certain things and he's he grew up in a community that um expected him to think a certain way and you know those things got embedded that's why he is the way he is does that make sense yeah so men don't cry what I had already written it already did kind of you know um influence a lot of you know the way in there is and um just like the topic I wanted to start so for example right now we're already thinking about like oh my god we should do another a film like you know done two not call it done two though but reverse the like the roles where this time in there is being abused because this again right men's mental health so I guess those are some things that I did have in mind. I thought it was really interesting and I'd love to go in more depth, but for that, I just need more resources, more brains, more creatives. And I think like that could really like, like we could, you know, just from this one, just from these three minutes, we, me and Ruvel talked about this for hours, right? Those two days, but just like how much, how many stories we can make from just one story. We could literally go back all the way back to in their childhood, starting from what he experienced the way he is or why he views women differently. Like, you know, we say this in our community, men treat their sister different from their girlfriend and their girlfriend different from their wife. They have different expectations from them. They allow them to do different things. They're okay with different things. But why? Like, why is it not the same with women, you know? So, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of like where my head was at while I was working on this. I think I answered your questions. <laughs> no, uh, like I said, I feel like i said before we started like and it, this has been true for every episode that we've done so far i like we're just having a conversation here it's never about like having concrete about answering the question but i think you guys are all doing a fantastic job like i'm i'm learning so much about about like the behind the scenes that i didn't think about like when i was when i first watched it when i first thought about it like there's so much that i'm learning now and Honestly, I've said this before, and I've probably said this in almost every episode. I'm kind of cheating everybody else because I I do these podcasts because I want to learn as much as I can about a lot of things. That's why there's so many various topics that we like 
the season one covered was more about like I wanted to personally explore those things as much as I wanted to bring those conversations to the forefront of conversations outside of uh of this podcast but like having those conversations take over uh, somebody else's conversation that they have with a friend or family member or somebody afterwards and it's honestly like me just sitting here and trying to like learn it's like I there's just so much again like I said there's so much being unpacked that I want to dive into so much more but um I just want to again just go back to Ruval you talked about like sometimes when you were when you were um doing the shoots and you you were trying to get into character it was a little bit difficult for you and I think I think that's like some that speaks volumes because to get to that like like that kind of role or that kind of like character it just like it made you like double take basically or like make you thought like so much I just wanted to like have like I just wanted to like let you unpack that a little bit because I I think that in itself is like that speaks so many volumes that some people just don't understand that even trying to act in that side kind of way is so like detrimental it's like so like bad for yourself but also it's bad for those around you and I'll let you talk a little bit more about like how what you experienced how you coped with it and how you basically got through that yeah um you know um like um preparing for it and actually doing it are obviously two different things you know like you um obviously like again like when we all were having conversations before we're preparing for it we were like hey listen like I was told like you're obviously gonna going to have to go into the dark place a little bit and you know of course at the time you're ready and um being an actor you have to do it and then uh, I mean if you can't then like why are you even there in the first place you know but uh when you're doing it or when when you when you're portraying this character when you have to do some things and you're just like you know like you think for a minute like well like really like is that what I'm gonna have to do like um to to just become this person and and again like me and Rita we had this conversation um I remember we were touching on it with Benita as well during the shooting uh like you know about this the character of Inder being someone that like we felt that he was a victim too like you know this was someone that didn't want to necessarily be the way he was but it's just circumstances like upbringing or whatever it was was the reason and um and that that did help and then just going through the character I just there came a point where the character of Inder I started sympathizing with him more than I actually would like you know just hate like it opened up a whole new door for me I was like you know like like let's say if we were to hear news about someone that was um like you know or let, let's say we heard about a friend that had a boyfriend that was like mentally abusive toxic you know the words that we use for it and um again which is wrong uh, no one condones that at all but you know we're always quick to say that oh like what a trash person right like this 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 person just doesn't like you know they, they deserve so much better how many times have we like sat down a minute and thought you know hey what has this person been through has this person ever even been like had someone to talk to about it again like you know I'm not saying that they're correct at all but have like we never even spare a thought as to why a person is the way it is, they are you know no one wants to be bad I, I genuinely believe that and uh all of that added motivation to it and then just you know behind the scenes and I mean we, we had a good time too it wasn't like you know obviously like I think after every scene uh we'd sit there we'd laugh we actually had a laughing problem uh our first couple of scenes we just like you said with Ritu you can't stop yeah, laughing. It's, it's, it, that's like I was just gonna say that again like look at her she's already giggling and smiling yeah, she, yeah, yeah. it's like it's she it, before I think it was either before you joined or when you had left a little bit she said like she could like she when, when you guys were doing like serious things or like serious, serious shoots like she couldn't stop laughing herself 
And I was like, yeah, I totally can understand and see that because Ritu, that's just who Ritu is. Like she can't stop herself from giggling or smiling. No, can I share a story about that actually? Yeah, yeah go ahead. So uh, it, it was right. So like there's like a pool scene that we did in it, but um, right before that actually, so we were, we were shooting this scene, right? And um, so the scene was, even, even during the pool scene, I have a story for that too, but, but you know, it was like, we really have to get it done quicker, right? Yeah. And uh, so Ritu was like, you know, Ritu was like, I have to, like, I have to be assertive. Like, I have to get this done. She's like, guys, we're going to take this serious now. And everyone just like burst out laughing. Like, can you imagine Ritu? <laughs> She's laughing too at herself. Being oh, because I, I can imagine, I can imagine Ritu like trying to say that, but then I'm just like, it's coming from you, Ritu. You're going to be the one that's going to not make it serious. We have one conversation with you, you know, she's a great person to talk to. Like, it's just that, that's, that's, uh, you know, that, that part was just really funny for us. Even during the pool, like, she's like, guys, we have to be serious. And then, you know, like, <laughs> that didn't help. but, uh, you know, like, that stuff made it, like, you know, just, just having a good time with them made yeah. everything so much easier. And, like, I really appreciate Puneet to read through. And then Noor also, like, you know, just, like, it was, it was a good environment to really just kind of open up. Yeah. And then um, I just wanted to, sh oh, go ahead. I want to yeah, ask, yeah. Um, so, you know, there was this particular, you know, there was like a fight scene. We just put a couple of glimpses of, which was supposed to be kind of like the most intense and harder to shoot scene where like, you know, there's supposed to be a whole burst thing, you know, where like he bursts at her and there's a little bit of, you know, aggression and all that. So that's when like, you know, obviously, and there was, and the Ruval was very hesitant at first, right? Because he's like, dude, like, I don't know if it'll be too much. Because like I said, it's a silent film. But when they talk, obviously, they're talking about real things, right? And that's how you get the emotion now. You can't just be quiet while acting. So I was just trying to tell them, I was like, this is all improv. But this is kind of just like, you know, when she like walks in with that short dress, he's supposed to react like, you know, he's supposed to be mad and she's supposed to be annoyed. And then he calls her words, right? He yells at her and he's calling her words. And he was just really hesitant. Like, he's like, dude, like, I don't know if I could do it, right? Like, like, I can't say that. And like, he's like whispering, like, should I say this? Should I say slut? Should I say this, you know? So me and my like, no, dude, think like, like he felt like this was his image. Like, does that make sense? It's being recorded. Yeah. He's saying he's not used to this. He's never said this. So I understood his headspace. But then, you know, like, we just had a short conversation. I was like, dude, just don't think from your perspective. Think about in there. Think about how he's feeling. Think about all the characteristics that we talked about. Like, he is this way. Think, like, how he would react because he's trying to control her. And this is, like, her, her going against you. So after that, you know, obviously, he did amazing. But, um, yeah, so that's another thing. Like, you know how you said that it just... Like it, it could be so like dark and to get to the other side, you just really have to be, in which I feel like he did an amazing job for his first role. Yeah. And then I, I, I just wanted to, again, I, I think the process and beneath you can talk a little bit about like how the process came to like, like Ritu just like explained like how it was difficult for you to try to get into that character and like say some things that you didn't want to really say but then also like because this film like there's no like lines for the actors to say it's more like it's a silent film for you guys in terms of like, your guys' acting so like i just wanted to like when you can talk a little bit about like how you guys came up with that concept and then Ruval, you can talk about like how you actually you guys actually went through with that like how did you guys act without even like without saying or like you guys knowing that like your guys' lines or whatever you guys said were gonna actually make the, like the site like that was like the, the you guys were not going to speak but like more about like 
just act it out. And then Benita, you can talk about like how you guys came with that concept and now how you guys just want to have the poem be basically the voice of the entire project. Uh, Benita, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go. Um, I think, so the way I saw it more so, it was like, especially you, I think the visuals, right? Or in general, just like everything that was going on in the film. Even the like written piece, it's like, you know, you're, oh, like, I just like these intense emotions. It's the stuff of a million love songs. Every love song you listen to, you're going to experience or listen to this person expressing these emotions. Everything, especially Punjabi songs, it's like, oh, like your skirt social, whatever, like it's always put out there, right? Or like a suit or like cover up or something. You see it, it's normalized. And for me, like when I think, like especially for like the visuals, it's like, okay, this it's, it's this behavior is just so normalized. Like this expectation is just so normalized, right? Right there's like this image of like the good Sanskari like person and like pretty, you know, like decent girl versus this indecent girl. And Ruval, of course, he fell for this quote unquote decent girl. Um, and everyone. And that itself is like very like just like internal, just like the misogyny. It's like, you know, there's two different kinds of people who deserve two different kinds of respect or disrespect. Um, I just wanted to make sure there was just like emphasis on just those intense emotions because it's like, like I said, like it's the stuff of every love song. Like, oh, like my heart's beating so fast. Oh, this, so that it's every love song you listen to. But what about when it's not in the, positive way what about when it's actually hurting you more than you know giving you the butterflies what if those butterflies are actually your gut telling you shit this is a bad situation um so I think that was just really what I wanted to be like put in the piece and especially since the film does go from like from just like I think between um situations or moments um it's like what I really, really wanted to be portrayed and it was the cognitive dissonance of a person who's in this situation, right? It's like on one hand, your partner is such a loving person. And on the other hand, it's like, are they really acting this way with me? Like you're really just trying to put it together. You're really trying to piece together. That is terrible, first of all, for your mental health. You're constantly debate. You can't trust your own mind at that point. And I really, really, really just wanted that point to come across as clearly as possible. So that's why it's like, even in the written piece, it's like one moment, it's like, oh yeah, I saw butterflies, you love me. And then it's like, you don't love me. Like, it just doesn't make sense. One moment you're seeing like all these happy moments with flowers. And then the next moment it's like, what's happening here? This does not make sense. So I really just wanted to focus on the cognitive dissonance a person in a relationship or a situation like that is going through um I think that was just the biggest point I really wanted to like go across and the other thing is it's like it's I think you always hear it when people come you know out the other side of that relationship thankfully when they're out of it it's like it wasn't always that bad yeah and you'll hear it so often yeah because that person is continuously trying to keep you in that and I'm not like you know like um Ritu and Ruvo covered um it's not necessarily like oh that person's always been that way they you know it was behavior or whatever that conditioned them to be that way um but 
I kind of lost my train of thought, <laughs> but just that just that cognitive just that hot and cold like it's not yeah. healthy um i mean in healthy relationships i don't yeah. think that i mean i think trying to do yeah i think i think you you talked about that on and off like sometimes like that kind of goes into like you thinking like okay if i say this like what kind of response am i going to get back and now you're trying to think of things that like, you don't have any control over in a relationship. And uh, once you're in that space of like, you start like trying to think like, what's the next thing that's going to said to me? Or like, if I say this, like, where is this going to lead to? That's like things that uh, it's, it's very like bad for your mental health, because now you're trying to predict things that might happen, might not happen. And most of the times when you do like try to predict what's going to happen is usually like negative thought. That is just how humans sometimes are. Is just like, you always try to predict the worst because you want you because you want to predict you don't want to hurt yourself in a moment you try to already want to come to like terms with being hurt so that's why like the, that's very like you're already hurting yourself before even anything even happens and I think like that hot and cold like you said it's like sometimes it's 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 like you have a normal conversation but sometimes like it sparks something that you didn't think was going to happen and I think from watching it and listening to because like I said I first I watched the 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 film or the short film all the way through just normally then i i just listened to the, the like the audio version of like the background of the poem and you could tell where there was a switch from her like the narrator going from having these having these like love emotions or having these like uh, romantic feelings to having these like questioning of herself and questioning the relationship and questioning like why is she still around why is she still and at first I didn't I didn't really catch that I caught that with like how the actions were going but in the words itself there you can tell where there's a switch from the romantic side of it to the okay I might need to like get away from this or step away from this there was I I I liked how not only through actions you guys were able to portray that but through words as well with the piece itself it was very like I think that's what made it very more like moving because not only were the words changing, but also like the actions were slowly changing as well. And I think that's what made it really, really well. Um, so, and then Ruval, I just wanted to come back to you and talk about just how you basically, uh, Rita, you're, do you want to say something? Yes, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say something regarding that really quick since we're on that topic. I don't know if you noticed, but throughout the film, there are some scenes that are black and white and some are colored. Yeah. So there was something I was trying to say through that. And I was just like, if I didn't do it that way, we were just going to have it black and white the whole time. But then I thought that it would be really interesting if I did all like the abuse scenes or like the fights in color, because black and white is like what someone wants to hold on to, right? Like those are the good memories. That's like what she wants it to be only. But the color kind of portrays the reality of like that's also happening like this is also part of the relationship and so basically the black and white you know how you're saying like there's a lot of like hot and cold in the um spoken word itself how like you know she's basically trying to convince herself that oh my god these like irregular like physical feelings she's having is love but really that was like you know Jane talks about this all the time but it's really just like her body trying to tell her that like you know this is not right so it's just that hot and cold of like, so that's another thing I just wanted to, to side note. Yeah. Know, and I think, I think this goes perfectly into like what I was, uh, I was going to ask Ruval, because I think when I first, when I first watched it, like I said, with, with them acting and the words, it kind of felt like, because in like their acting, they were like happy and they were romantic. 
you kind of overlook or over like you don't pay attention too much to the words you this like you see them all happy you see them so you you automatically convey the words being said to like happy thoughts and romantic thoughts and but as you can see as like the film or the film went on those thoughts were not about like pure romantic it was more about like is this right is this where I should go is this is this like are these feelings the right feelings right and I think that's where the film like excels in and makes you really have a like a mental thought is that okay you're hearing these words being said in the background that might be perceived as romantic words because like Bonit you said like that's basically like the words that are being said are basically like what you hear in, in Punjabi love songs always about like oh and stuff like that right and like you hear those words in the background so you think like automatically you're thinking that oh like this is how she's feeling towards him and that but maybe her heart was racing because she didn't think it was right you know it's maybe it's not just because her her heart's racing for his love more about like her heart's racing because she doesn't want to be there anymore something along those lines and that's where the film really makes you think a lot more than just what you're being seen and what you're hearing and then Ruval, I just wanted to transition into talking about like how you and Noor basically were able to like put this performance on an act, even though you guys weren't like using words to actually like convey what you guys wanted to convey, but you guys had to instill instead use your guys' physical emotions and like facial emotions to convey what you guys were trying to do in the scene. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, with with Noor, you know, obviously, uh, um. The fact that you don't have dialogues, uh, you have um, expressions or everything like, you know, um, I don't believe, I think she just stepped away, but like we do as well. Uh, they, you know, they really made that very clear too, right from the beginning was like, hey, you know, your expressions are everything, you know, obviously we don't have um, dialogues. And uh, we also, we all really wanted to, like, we all really came together to like, we are like, you know, hey, like sometimes we, someone would think, hey, this, this shot is nice. And then we'd be like, no, hey, let's, let's redo it. I think we can do better on the expressions. And um, it's um, I, for Noor as well, you know, there were a lot of things I feel like that were tough because um, she had to play someone that was a victim. And uh, so whenever we had to do these scenes or we had to do these expressions, you know, it wasn't easy on her either. And um, she had to deal with that and uh, we both just um, throughout the whole throughout the whole process we really just um, we were having conversations with each other like hey listen to acting like you know we'll be okay just like um, if, if you feel uncomfortable at any point because of anything like you know let, let it be known and then you know well, we can stop there and uh, yeah it was just it was just a real it's a real process and um, that's why we, we have a lot of effort that's that was put into this um, by everyone just um, the whole thing by the end of it it means a lot to everyone you know it started from Ritu and Panit and uh, uh, me and Noor got to be a part of it and uh, now it's just kind of like um, it's big for all of us it's uh, put a lot of effort into it like I said and um, you know um, it was a real it was a really good learning experience and just just everything about it um, it became almost like didn't shoot for like a long time but it became a real journey when you think about it it's um, really beautiful yeah um I, again i've i've praised you guys and give you guys your guys kudos um i think it's it, it when i first again i watched it several times over and every single time i would pick up something new and i think ritu and beneath this is like a credit to you guys you guys because ritu you talked about how like some scenes were black and white and some were color and that was on purpose and like i didn't i honestly like now looking back that makes sense but 
when I watched it, I didn't pick up on that. So like that, there's like, there's like details that you guys put into it. Like I said, like with the wording itself, like the detail that went into the wording as well, really conveyed that there was like details that you really had to just think about. And like, it's not something that like you can watch once and you basically understand it. I had to watch it like a couple of times to just get an understanding of basis of like, okay, what is going on? What does the situation really look like? And instead of just trying to put like my first thoughts to it, because the first thoughts would have been like, okay, newer or the character that newer is playing, like she's the victim of this and in there is just, or uh, then there is very abusive. And because it's just because of how the acting went, that's very portrayed. But then once you start to like listen to the words and you start listening and you start looking through like throughout the film and you try to piece it all together, you see that there's more meaning behind everything that's actually happened. And I think that's something that's a credit to both of you guys is that you guys made every scene and every word in the background have like a special meaning to it. And sometimes like, like sometimes scenes, especially like in short films like this, like scenes are just filler scenes. I don't feel like any scenes were in this were like quote unquote filler scenes. Like every scene had a meaning to them or there was a reason why that scene was put into the, into the film. And Rita, you can talk a little bit about like, I'm pretty sure you, did you guys have to cut like anything out or did you guys have to like go back and add stuff? Like, and that, I know like that's always used, like that's a process that always happens with like filming and stuff like that. So I just wanted to know like, were there like were there things that you guys had to like okay uh, maybe we don't add that or uh, maybe we go back and we have to shoot this again and add that back into it okay so obviously there were a lot of like it was that was a struggle because first of all we only had like 20 okay let's see like two whole days to shoot one whole day and full night we were up <laughs> we had all filled all nighters and because this is our first time, you know, when it comes to just like time management or the way scenes work out and everything, like I was, I threw that alone. None of us had any experience, you know, we're just going into it and doing it the way we are. Yeah. So we were trying our best with the time we had, but like, so at this point, Beneath and I have all this footage and we have to make the best out of it, right? So there was one particular scene that took out a lot of our time and efforts. It was this pool scene, okay? And I wanted to see clearly my inspo is too advanced. I need to look at my resources. I'm telling you, Gary, like from that, like this was shot in September from now, like I've already, my experiences and my networking have changed my perception of so much. I've already learned so much from our first film of how like I can make things better the second time, you know, but like production wise, but I had a vision, which is, you know, unattainable with, you know, zero funds, but it was supposed to be like an underwater scene and it went perfectly with like this line and it was so funny because I'm just like all right guys you're doing a pool scene and one of them was like oh I can't swim I was like it's okay like my sister knows how to swim we'll take you out you know I was like I have to get this we put all our time into this but turns out because I had to shoot it on my phone because obviously I'm not gonna put my cannon my freaking DSLR underwater and you know and finally we got this like whatever version and because all our other footage was on the camera, like it actually didn't even like work out when it came to editing. So that sucked because we wasted all, wasted all our time. And you know, when we look back at footage, I was like, wow, I could have done this better. We could have done this better. But it's just like, like I said, it was just our lack of experience. You know, at two o'clock when you're shooting a scene on wow, like there's so much less your brain can give, right? So um, there, yeah, I had like a lot of regrets in that sense, but like, no, um, when it comes to like filler scenes or whatever you're saying, um, I think like towards the end, it was both physically and emotionally very draining for both Ruval and Nur. 
so like you know towards the end they had some scenes a lot of scenes are like wait they're like honestly if it's possible can we can you just come back we were all from different cities you know like she's from LA I'm from Bakersfield he's from Chowchilla and was from she was in Davis at the time so it's not like easy for us to just all come together pick a day and shoot because of our different schedules because we're from different cities so I mean so yeah there were scenes some scenes you know that like and even they thought they could have performed better or like their expressions or the way they looked and everything but we tried to work with what we could and um okay then another issue was just like story-wise right we wanted to we wanted each scene each sentence to go exactly like we wanted to be an ex- like a perfect visual parallel but like i said again like when we came back it didn't work out that way because of timing issues like a scene was longer than the sentence or shorter than the sentence so at that point we're just like okay we can't make it exact like it's not possible so at that point we were just like people will hopefully they understand right we're like hopefully like from all the details you actually shared I'm surprised you caught on obviously I was over critical of myself in general when it came to the film when I looked at it like I was like even Brito's like bro like you know we know what we did but I think if we show it to random people they'll give, they'll give us honest criticism like if they know what's going on because it does kind of look random right like you said they're happy all of a sudden all of a sudden they're not and then like it can be confusing i thought it could have been confusing but at that point i'm just like dude i can't do anything about yeah. it it's the first film i have to put something out there <laughs> and like i said like you know we all learn from it i know what to do differently and but um yeah <laughs> right see this is this is one thing about ritu that i always uh, she tries to sell herself short every single time she can and like you don't like unpacking you guys have unpacked so much in like told you guys' stories individually, like how you guys process about how this came together. And it's like two days of shooting, like you would think that, oh, that's like a lot, right? But, and honestly, like that's like to get two days of shooting and even like all this, all this work that you guys had to all put together, like the writing piece, making sure it all fit together and making sure the scenes were, were fitting and were right. There took so much time and effort. And it's just like, I think that's something that's like overlooked in like the film industry and this is, is now I'm going away from mental health I'm just going into film industry now because like some people like I feel like some people just don't appreciate the amount of work that goes behind stuff like yeah you see three minutes but you like there's so many hours and days of work that goes behind that and that's why I just want to like again just congratulate all you guys for like the hard work that you guys put on to this and like I said I I've grinded to make this come to what it is and it sounded like you guys did the same with your guys's project and um I think this is just one of many things to come like Ritu you already said like you're already thinking about like the next project you're already thinking about like spin like basically how do we expand this one this one piece into multiple pieces how do we explore what happens next what ha- what, what how do we explore how do we get to that point and like there's different avenues to explore there from a three minute like short film like there's so much more that can be done right and that's something that you've already just being done with this project you're already thinking ahead and which is like insane but that's how film is like you can't like you just have to have your ideas flowing at all times because if you're not then they're just then you're not going to be able to make something that it's going to be like different or stand out and I think this piece did really stand out and was different and the only reason why I picked on the details or picked up was because I watched it like like six times like today and that was today and I had to like write questions or like add it I had to be knowledgeable about what I was going to talk to you guys about right I can't show up here not knowing anything that would just defeat the purpose of me being here um so like I had to really ask you guys questions or talk about things that like really 
were like detailed. So whoever does after listening to this wants to or watch it or explore that like side of things, like they can see like how much it actually goes into, how much the film actually goes into, and it just honestly be inspired to go have conversations about mental health which we which the film covers which we've covered a lot in this episode um but also film like art art like this is our second episode that's featuring art and artistic values and i think that's something that i want to as a host and also as a like a basically producer of of the of the podcast want to have those types of episodes where we display people's work of art because honestly like I said in our community it's very like just whatever like it's it's not seen as something that you can make a career out of or like by the older generation of course right but it's not something that you can see that like the only thing that people think that art wise you can make a career out of is singing or something like that but that's not true Mm -hmm. um and I think as long as long as there's people like you guys exploring those avenues we'll get to that one day where this becomes something that is accepted just regularly um but with that i am going to be starting to wrap up if you guys want to talk about anything um ritu i don't know could people how do people find the short film so actually we haven't released it on platform okay that's what we're actually going to announce today right now okay (laughs) breaking news i didn't know this myself so (laughs) i kind of we didn't really probably discuss it so i think Uh (laughs) i'm i'm finding this out for the first time folks so yeah, we're just lagging on this for a while because we couldn't figure it out because because you know it's new then we, yeah. we will suggest a new year's and then you know we're yeah. just like all right you know it's like a new year like i don't know is this like the right topic like it's just like we're definitely overthinking the shit out of this right same <laughs> thing with christmas yeah with, like are people really gonna be on their phones on christmas like really overthinking? <laughs> we discussed like you know what last year finals and from my research the last year finals after like you know community colleges UCs, CSUs it's the 17th so if I'm correct I think December 17th is when we'll drop it okay yes and then um, probably my YouTube channel it's, it's um it's gonna be my first video on there and we'll also okay. like slowly share it on Instagram TikTok is like this new exposure thing because you know it's only like three and a half minutes yeah. so um yeah I think December 17th will be the day we're gonna release it. okay so you guys all heard it here that December 17th I'll read through I'll have your YouTube channel so send that and I'll link that in the description this episode will most likely drop before the 17th um so if you are watching this before that drops listen to the conversations develop your guys' own thought process about it and then obviously please go watch it after it drops and we'll be promoting it on our uh, channel or on our Instagram and also on here uh, and and then come back listen to how it all went down right and how the process was because we just spent the last I don't know hour-ish talking about talking about it and talking about all the themes it possessed all the overall goals and uh, like messages it possessed but also all the work that all three of you guys and plus newer and beneath the narrator all all you guys put into like a zero budget basically this is something that you guys took the time out of your guys lives to go do which is like to go do is like something like big like i i would have to like put like seven days in advance to try to schedule in like a day where i can just go and do like something like this right so it's like i again i just want to say like big congrats and i can't wait for everybody else to watch it i feel like now i'm one of those like 
interviewees that like get to watch it beforehand and like I get to like now interview but like I it's like I feel so special <laughs> but um but yeah so again I'll have the link in the description please go subscribe to it so you'll be right when it's released you'll be notified uh, and also subscribe to the JMC Chronicles and uh, like I said we're always available on Spotify Apple and Google and I think that's all again thank you for all the support that you guys have given for season one huh thank you so much for having us <laughs> no, no thank you guys all like three of you guys for joining and I know like newer was supposed to join but unfortunately she couldn't but again thank you for you guys for taking the time out Panita I know you just unmuted so I think you might want to say something um I just wanted to add just one thing it's like if if it gets to even like one person who sees the film and they're like oh no this I can re relate to this I mean I hope you can but like just if it gets to even one person who's like this sounds like something you know I've been feeling um I think we kind of just accomplish everything we set out to do um I mean it is our first project but just like if it gets to even one person just one per who's like oh no I can see someone else in this or myself in this I mean, I think that kind of just accomplishes yeah. everything. So. Yeah. And I mean, that's, again, I, that's how this podcast started. I said, even if one person has, it takes this conversations that I have with people that come on here and takes that conversation, has it with their friends or has it with their families or has it with stuff, or just goes into deep thought themselves after listening or while listening, that was good enough for me. But then to just see the support that we built up till now, it's just made me want to keep doing this even more and more um i mean to be honest i'll i'll leak some info of my own we uh season one was only supposed to be the season one i didn't know that if we were going to do a season two that was just because of the workload that i have on myself coming into this year and uh i mean going obviously in the future of my life so i'm happy to announce that we are doing a season two so this is season two so um Again, it wouldn't be possible without the support and also wouldn't be possible by the amazing guests that we've had and the amazing guests that joined me today. Um, amazing, dude. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> thank you. And with that, without further ado, I will wrap it up and say that thank you, everyone, and I hope you guys have a good one. And wai gujika khalsa, wai gujiki fateh.